is Brandon, and today we're going to kick off a short three-episode series about topics such as loving our enemies, acting in a way that honors God, and prayer. And I'll specifically be asking for prayer during this time for our government officials, and that the voters that go out to vote um, during this midterm election season will elect leaders that reflect Jesus and his wisdom, love, integrity, righteousness, and justice. So in this episode, we're going to talk about Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48, where we're going to learn uh, what loving our enemies looks like. So let's pray. God, I thank you for today. I thank you for uh, tonight and this time that we get to spend studying your word um, and learning about what loving our enemies looks like. Um, I pray that the words that I speak will be a reflection of you and truth in your word. Um, not a reflection of opinions or uh, things that aren't true. I pray that um, we'll stick to your word during this uh, episode and that um, that all my perspective will be insightful and that this episode will be fruitful and that people will be able to take away um, something new from your word and that it will bless them and that um, I just pray that you'll bless this podcast episode and the rest of uh, the rest of this week uh, for the people listening. Um, and I pray all these things in your name. Amen. Before we jump into Matthew 5, um, I'd like to go through a little bit of background information about the book of Matthew and just to give some insight on it and give context about um, who wrote the book and its purpose. Um, and just some little tidbits of information to help us understand um, this gospel in general. So the author of Matthew is Matthew, um, or so we think. Um, it's most likely Matthew who was a tax collector. He was one of the 12 apostles that Jesus appointed. And this book of Matthew um, is actually uh, 30 to 40 years of teachings from the apostles where they shared oral traditions and accounts about Jesus and his teachings. Um, the main purpose of Matthew is to let readers know that Jesus can be described as these three things, which are that he is the Messiah from the line of David, he is the new and greater Moses, and he is God with us, or Emmanuel. So Matthew um, the book of Matthew has an introduction and a conclusion with five major sections in between the intro and conclusion, which will include Jesus's teachings. So in Matthew chapter one through three, um, this is where it'll connect the Old Testament um, to Jesus. And this can be seen in Matthew chapter one, where we see the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah. So, um, Jesus is connected to the Old Testament with the fact that he's the son of David um, in the Messianic line. He's also the son of Abraham, and based off of that, that means that he's going to bring God's blessing to all of the nations. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 7, um, this is where we'll see it announces the arrival of God's kingdom, which means that God's kingdom is coming to earth. And this can be seen through Jesus. Um, Jesus is God's rescue plan or rescue operation for the world. Um, and Jesus 
God's plan for Jesus is that he will do these uh, three different things, which are that he will confront evil, especially spiritual evil. Um, he will restore God's reign over the whole world by creating a new family of followers of him. Um, and these, this new family will include people that follow his teachings and live under his rule. Um, also in Matthew chapter 4, verses 7, we'll see Jesus will deliver his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5. Um, and this is uh, instruction on how to live in God's, God's kingdom with different teachings, such as um, the Beatitudes, the fulfillment of the law. It also talks about not murdering, not committing adultery, and it includes uh, other topics such as divorce, not taking any oaths. Later, we'll see it talks about an eye for an eye and what that means. And then finally, uh, love for our enemies. So uh, another thing to know about Matthew is that it's a description of God's kingdom, which is an upside upside down kingdom, uh, meaning that instead of there being a hierarchy, um, everyone is seen as equal and everyone is invited to join Jesus' family. That means people that are rich or poor, slaved or free, um, any background or ethnicity is welcome to join Jesus's family. The goal of Jesus is um, his birth and life is to fulfill the Torah, not to dismiss it. Um, Jesus is here to transform the hearts of his people by showing them how to love God and love their neighbor, and that includes their enemy. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 43, which talks about love for enemies. Verse 43, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. So now we'll go ahead and dive into that deeper through some reflection questions. Um, the first question is, what does loving your enemy look like practically? So we know, you know, G Jesus, uh, one of the famous things is loving your neighbor. So loving people um, like Jesus did. Um, but in this passage, it also tells us that we need to love our enemies um, and pray for them. So I think that in itself, prayer is how we can practically show love towards people that we may consider an enemy or just people that we don't, you know, people that we don't get along with. So I think um, just praying for people that you don't necessarily get along with or are difficult to show love towards or receive love from. Um, so that could be people as close as your family, could be people at work, um, or maybe even people that you've experienced church hurt from. Uh, or people in your friend circle or that are friends with your friends. Um, so yeah, I think just praying for people that you may consider an enemy, um, praying the best for them in spite of what um, they may have done to hurt you in the past, 
um, just praying, asking for God's for forgiveness that you'll that you'll be able to forgive them, and that you know maybe in the past there's been uh, bridges have been burned. Um, so just maybe praying for healing and restoration in that relationship. It may not be, you know, the best. Your they may not be your best friend, but at least you know maybe you'll just. Um, in the future through prayer and um, the working of God um, in that relationship, maybe you'll be able to just, you know, just say hi to them or ask them how their week went or let them know you're, you're praying for them. Um, if, if, you know, if that's something that you feel called to do now, if this is like a toxic relationship, um, I honestly don't think it's in some situations, a lot of uh, situations, it may not be a good idea to try to rebuild that bridge. Uh, maybe best to cut ties and move on, but still pray for those people um, and be able to love them in spite of you know the damage they may have done in the past um, to, towards you um, or just towards the relationship between you and that person. Um, the next question is, who is someone that you can pray for this week that you don't necessarily get along with or... Um, may consider an enemy or have treated like an enemy in the past. So let's pray. God, I thank you for today. I thank you for this time that we could spend in your word and learn how we can love enemies or people that we may consider an enemy um, in a practical way through prayer. Um, I just pray for healing and restoration in the lives of um, and relationships of the people listening to this podcast, um, between people that they may consider an enemy or have considered an enemy because of the ways that uh, someone has hurt them or just uh, burned bridges with them or caused them pain. Um, I just pray for healing in that and that you'll work in that those relationships and that people will learn um, through time and prayer and devotion um, how to best forgive them, uh, forgive that person they consider an enemy, and learn to uh, express love to them through praying for uh, your blessing on them, and that they, their hearts, maybe that, uh, so that their heart, the heart of people they consider an enemy, would change, and um, that also uh, our own hearts will change, and that we'll be able to um, love love people that are difficult to love. I just pray all these things in your name. Amen.